This is a Triple M Footy podcast. With all the latest news and stories that matter right now in footy, it's Tom Brown's news. Good afternoon. An incredibly exciting round of football coming up, but obviously a significant, significant day in history. And the AFL has acknowledged the sad passing of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. Gil McLaughlin saying we extend our sympathies to the royal family and the people of the United Kingdom during this very difficult time. There's a good anecdote in the AFL's statement explaining that Her Majesty was a woman of the people, evident when in 1970 for the season opening Richmond Fitzroy game at the G, the Queen unfurled Richmond's 1969 Premiership flag, happily meeting players and eagerly learning about our game, according to the AFL. In terms of the arrangements for this weekend, obviously from a broadcasting perspective, they're being worked through as we speak in terms of how we show, obviously, the um, passing of the Queen and the games, obviously, tonight and tomorrow night. But in particular, the AFL also working through in the background whether the Brownlow needs to move. That'll depend on how you calculate the date of the funeral, and that'll be directed by the UK government and royal family and obviously the Australian government. At the moment, that'll either be the Sunday or the Monday. If it's on the Monday, the 19th, um, that will impact the Brownlow, which would likely have to be moved. But the AFL working through that as we speak. The other massive news this morning from a football perspective is Joe Danaher, the man Brisbane specifically recruited to hopefully deliver them that cherished flag they so desperately crave. Joe's not playing tonight. He's a late out due to family reasons. The reason being that his partner's due to give birth imminently. Joe now going back to Brisbane. I understand that the baby was due on Monday and it was all set up in that regard. Anyway, it was meant to be on Monday. It's now come later. Joe's gone back to Brisbane. So the upshot there from a footy perspective is that Fullerton comes in for Danaher. Obviously, there'll be big debate about uh, it's a great water cooler discussion whether you'd miss your baby's birth for a final. Brisbane, the whole organisation, really hinging. They've got their wagon hitched tonight and this idea of keeping in contention to win a flag. Having said that, we live in very um, modern times. and I think there's be huge support across the footy community for uh, Joe to attend the birth of his child. I know I certainly was probably a life highlight, to be honest with you, when I attended, attended Henry's birth. Anyway, that's up for others to make up their mind. Jake Carlisle, I know in recent times, missed a final for a similar reason. But uh, there will be that uh, debate, I guess, about final or baby. Anyway, that's up for others to have. It is interesting from a football perspective as well. I know Luke Hodge, I think, thinks that Brisbane, um, with three talls, Hipwood, McStay and Danaher, who don't really apply a lot of tackles, are perhaps vulnerable against Melbourne because the ball bounces back and it has sort of a a slingshot effect in effect. So uh, maybe from a footy perspective, it might be a blessing in disguise. Having said that, you saw, Joe, how good he was in the last quarter last week. He's an absolute gun and a jet. And uh, Brisbane, no doubt, you'd think, would miss him tonight. Joe Danaher laid out for the Lions. The Saturday Rub, Friday Huddle, Sunday Rub, Midweek Rub, Tom Brown's News and all the footy podcasts you need are in one place. Subscribe to Triple M Footy on the Listener app or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, in a trade coup for Richmond, behind the scenes, they've landed, in effect, Taranto and Hopper, two Giants players. Hopper's had a knee issue all year, so you wouldn't have spotted him playing regularly, but he's a very, very good player by all accounts. And uh, Taranto, this is a trade coup for Richmond, which should make them super, super competitive next year. Now, obviously, the deal needs to be done. The discussion at the moment revolves around Richmond potentially giving up up what they've got, which is 12-19, a future first, and a Ruckman, back to the Giants. That'll all be worked out. But the guts of the fact is that Taranto and Hopper, despite massive interest in Hopper from Geelong, that was all but done 
They've both chosen Richmond. I can give some insight on this podcast today in terms of how it all took place. I think they both want to play together. There was both an attraction playing together at a strong club. So you could, uh, I guess, deduct from that that they've obviously been offered very good deals. A seven-year deal for Hopper as well, which is almost more significant than the Taranto length because he's a couple of years older than Taranto. So a massive, massive coup for Hopper and his manager, Robbie DiRazio and Paul Connors. Um, you know, it's, it's a huge, huge deal. But they wanted to play together, obviously lured by such a great club in Richmond and the attractiveness of playing for a big club. So that was a, a, a factor in the decision. I'll tell you what else was a factor in the decision I can reveal on this podcast. Dustin Martin. Not only did they have an assurance that Martin would be around for the next two years, Martin was in the pitch on Monday, part of the pitch to Hopper. So there you go. There's a good sign that Dustin Martin's staying at Richmond. He was in on Hopper's pitch on Monday, I can reveal on this podcast. This is Tom Brown's News, bringing you the latest in footy every Monday, Thursday and Friday. Here at first on Listener. The big selection news, clearly, as far as Melbourne's concerned, McDonald didn't get up for tonight's game, Tom McDonald, but Simon Goodwin has flagged that he will almost certainly be right if they make the preliminary final. Christian Petrarca, good to go. I think he's been going some spotters down at Albert Park and Port Melbourne of seeing him in the water each morning, trying to get that leg right. And obviously he's corky. The, the cool water might have assisted that. But Christian Petrarca's right to go tonight. In terms of McDonald, I spoke to him pre-game last week, and he just explained that he got a bit banged up in the uh, VFL and uh, needed one more VFL game. So that was no surprise, I guess, in that regard in the end. Now, in terms of Collingwood, some big selection news. Trent Bianco is in the side, in effect, to replace Adams. Kruger's been named and expected to be their emergency sub. That'll be a medical sub. That'll be confirmed, obviously, tonight. But uh, that is significant. So Cox has retained his spot. There was some conjecture over that yesterday because for the most part of training, he wore the opposite team jumper, i.e. the black jumper instead of the white or vice versa. So that's the Collingwood situation. Bianco was a uh, pious supporter as a kid. I think he's from Doncaster. His parents own a business in Oakley. He's a good Collingwood boy, Trent Bianco. He's played 20-odd games, called up tonight. You'd expect the Dacosters to have a big role in the middle, given the fact that obviously they've got to replace Adams, which is difficult. He's a good, good pressure player. Bringing you the latest in footy news before you hear it anywhere else. This is Tom Brown's News. And just finally, a couple of brief ones ahead of an incredible weekend of football. Um, From a trade point of view, uh, in terms of Jack Gunston, currently assessing his options in terms of what he wants to do, he could be a discussion point, obviously, in trade period. So keep an eye on that. But Jack's just sort of working through his options at the moment. And just a brief one on Tasmania. Still no date set for the vote or any materials that have gone out to the uh, clubs. What is interesting, I can reveal on this podcast, I understand, is that the TV deal doesn't contemplate a Tasmanian team. There's no money set aside for that, or it's not factored into the actual amount of money. But it is, I think, contemplated in the deal, and the TV deal contemplates an amount that those extra games, I think it's 11-odd extra games per season, would be worth. I think it's a conservative or fairly low amount, but my point there is that when they go to the vote, the club, the next three or four weeks, that amount will be there in black and white. So there's an argument about how value accretive a Tasmanian team would be in the TV deal. I think Gil will be able to present that figure and knowledge of that amount with fairly good certainty to the clubs when they're making that decision. That concludes a massive week of news, of course, headlined today by the Queen's sad passing of the AFL, working through those arrangements as we speak. But it's all going to be live. Triple M football tonight. I'll be on the boundary doing the uh, boundary writing. Tomorrow night, Collingwood and Fremantle. Massive, massive Fremantle. You'd have to think, based on last week's result, are a huge chance of causing an upset in that game. Having said that, who can fault the Pies' form? At sudden death, an intriguing weekend of football. Triple M rocks football. 
That was Tom Brown's news. Come back every Monday, Thursday and Friday for more and subscribe to Triple M Footy on Listener or wherever you listen to get all our podcasts throughout the season. For Ream Hot Water and McDonald's, Triple M rocks footy.